tonight we will be reviewing tv shows and movies but kind of like just talking about the tv shows and movies we're watching and the ones we don't like yeah we decided we're gonna just kind of keep it light things got a little heated with the relationships and then black history and all of that so we're gonna have a light discussion tonight um i actually think that we should go ahead and get started um Welcome to Baldwin Tour. Um, no. Hold up. Sorry. Pump your brakes, boo. <laughs> I am the imposter, the, a.k.a. the true crying, and I am the host. Mm-mm. Step back, E.Mac, coming for my job. All you black people coming for my job, stop it. Pump your brakes, boo. Pump your brakes. Oh. Oh, are you in your feelings? I wasn't nope. trying to upset you. I was just trying to, <laughs> um, you know, get things started in a magnificent way. So I'll follow. Yeah, thank you. Hey, 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 this is Baldwin Talk, and I am the imposter, a.k.a. the true Aquarian. This is Triple J's mom in the house. How y'all doing? And this is Raven. Hello, this is Art Boo. I guess I can talk now. Hey, everyone. It's E.Mac. Yeah, she's back. Boo. And I guess Raven is back out there living her best American no, dream. No, I, I said it. You gotta introduce yourself again, Miss. No, we're we're, we're missing um Miss Yeah. Yeah, we gotta wait for him. He's late. He's late to the party. Well, today's topic is going to be about what shows and movies are you watching these days? Hmm. Come on. What's the TV show, y'all? pretty much everyone likes i'll go down a little list does everybody watch the walking dead yeah everybody i watch the walking dead i know i do walking dead is my favorite ditto the walking dead uh season finale oh my gosh um but yeah no spoilers no spoilers i haven't you know i haven't watched it haven't watched the last season yet what do you mean you tried it you're you're, you're tired of it I mean, well, The Walking Dead ended, but it is more TV shows in the Walking Dead universe. I have, I could not get into Beyond the Walking Dead. I haven't watched that, but I did want to check it out. And Fear of the Walking Dead. For me, Fear of the Walking Dead was, it was a really slow buildup. It was interesting. Don't get me wrong. It was interesting, but it was just a slow buildup. It really was. On The Walking Dead itself, yeah, there are moments when the an episode is a little slow but it's it's integral or important to that episode and i think the word was intricate what was it e.mac you are our um literary literary advisor oh no i turned the thesaurus off um yeah i had a couple shots so you're not gonna get the thesaurus out of me today (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but you said (laughs) game of thrones but wait a minute going back to the walking dead so I tried watching what was the one Beyond the Walking Dead with um yeah. what is his name Terry Crews. 
You're talking about slow. He's on that? Yes. You're talking about slow. Or maybe it's another one because there were actually three. There was yeah. one with college kids, I believe. There was Fear the Walking Dead, which I did not like at all. Um, and then there's one with Terry Crews and the girl that played, what is, I can't think of her name right now, but she played as, um, she played in the X-Men movie when the apocalypse was happening. She was the one that could make the swords come out of her hands. It was, that was really, really slow. I didn't particularly care for that. Oh, you got to pump your brakes, Ronald Baldwin. We going to get. So all three of those shows, Ron Baldwin, I love those shows. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, The Sopranos. Yes, yes, yes. But the in the Walking Dead universe, it's three shows at the moment. It's The Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead, and Beyond the Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead was supposed to be the beginning of the apocalypse, like how it started on the West Coast, and then it slowly came over to the East Coast and stuff. That's how that was. I haven't checked out. I haven't watched um, Beyond the Walking Dead, but that's something I do want to check out, though. What about you, Art Boo? Walking Dead. Raven, Walking Dead. Triple J Bomb, Walking Dead. You can't hear me because I said, I said in the beginning, I like The Walking Dead. I like the fact that they, um, I like the fact that they have different characters, different villains each season. But I feel like it's the same, same old thing. They want power, the um the villains. Who wants power? The villains or Rick's group? Hmm. I kind of feel like both want power. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But as far as for me, this is Triple J's mom. Um, I kind of fell off of The Walking Dead after Glenn died. Nothing against the show. It's just that I love me some glim. I said glim. <laughs> so this is where we're going to get deep into the conversation because F. Glenn, yes, he was, he was, okay, so when it first started, you, you saw Glenn as Rick Grimes, number two, but he wasn't really a number two. He really, in my opinion, he was more so like a number three, number four. We saw, I think, in what, the third episode, we met Rick's number two. We, we met Rick's number two, his die, his die hard brother from another mother. And that is Mr. Daryl Dixon. That will always be his. Girl, mother. I thought you were about always. to say Shane because I was about to say, wait a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> wait a minute. No. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. My, so who in that TV show, who do y'all feel had the best story progression? I would have to say Carol. I think Carol had the okay. best story progression out there, and she was the baddest bitty on the show. Carl as well. Carl. Right. I'm feeling you, uh, Ronald Baldwin. I feel as though Negan had the best story progression. After you really dig into why he was the way he was and what he went through at the beginning of all of this. So I feel like Negan had the best story progression. Yep, I agree with that. I agree with that too. I'm gonna have to stop you there. I just feel like Negan was real smooth <laughs> with the way he carried himself. Look now again, I fell off. 
I fell off. You said you said, wait a minute, was was he a creep? No, freak. He was more of a freak. No, no, no. Only only reason why you're saying that because he had a whole lot of wives. He was but, cheating on his wife in the beginning. In the beginning of the thing, he was cheating on his wife. So remember that. Well, I mean, only reason why she said that is because he had a whole lot of wives. I like Negan. He, he's one of my favorite characters. Either way, like he had he had the most um, the best upbringing from the um, Walking Dead. I'm sorry. I have to say Carol. I kind of felt like Carol started off as this weak, defenseless little woman who couldn't do nothing for herself. And when the series ended, she was the hardest person out there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she's second. She's second. But you can on top for me. No. Me and on top for me. Because I'm with um Triple J Mom and Arbu and Raven and E Dot Mac. Like I like both of the characters, I do. But you gotta remember that one scene where they, where her and what is that girl name? What is Glenn's wife's name? Shoot. Maggie. What's her? Maggie. I'm about to say Megan, but Maggie. Yeah, her. When when she's pregnant, she finds out she's pregnant, and before they get captured by Negan, she did go and kill Negan's people at that satellite place, and then they go. And they burn up everybody in that little satellite place. Like this is when you knew Carol was effing psycho. Like she was doing anything to survive. And yes, I get it. You got to do those things when you survive and stuff as you evolve. What did you say? She didn't get her power until after her husband was killed. Yeah, it's the same way. Yes, that is what it is. After what her happened. daughter was killed. Yes, and and, and this may sound bad. But those were the things that was holding her back. Her husband and her daughter. They were weak. That is... And because... Huh? I was going to say that is amazing that you said that because just reading that, I was like, okay, so then, okay, so we... They receive their power after the weakest parts are gone. But it wasn't it somebody else in the show that was like that as well? They're weak? Yeah, the whisper. Girl, I thought you were about to come from Rick Grimes. I'm about to say, hold up. What now? What you talking about? Carl. You talking about Alpha? You talking about Alpha? Yes, I'm talking about her and her relationship with her daughter. And her relate that baby. They left that let me okay, let me go ahead and stop. We can't talk about the walking dead. It's about <laughs> Girl, we can get into a deep dive conversation about the walking dead because everyone has opinions about this because this is a dope group of people sharing their opinions about everything. Well, I don't really have that much um to talk about the walking dead because i stopped watching it after rick disappeared and i'm sorry i couldn't watch <laughs> anything <laughs> oh. <laughs> i love rick and i do not want to see anybody else except for him especially the part when rick and his three other people just stopped everything and like what's going on what's up like who are we gonna tell you so let's move on and stuff who but okay so i asked uh who had the best story progression but who is your favorite character and please tell me it changes e dot mac and Ray. no it's negan for me i like i like the character <laughs> i like the actor so so yeah 
Nah, that man is yeah. real well, smooth like, with the way he does his lines and everything yep. he is in. Yep. Tell yep. you. Yep. He is smooth. Jeffrey D. Morgan, yes. Mr. Man, you had something to say? Oh, I was just going to say I like I like The Walking Dead. It was nice. It was good. Uh, I wouldn't say there was a main character because if they could have gotten rid of all, all of them, and someone else would have picked it up and took it up and carried the show on further. I, I like it. I like the show. And but it was starting getting started get too much killing and too much they the, the just made the killing go too violent. And and because it if you looked up, there was somehow always somebody coming up to taking them bad guys' place. The governor, Megan, uh all uh, uh, what was uh his Rick's friend name Shane. that turned back Kane Shane turned bad so it was just a good and the whole all of the characters made the show good because if you notice the good ones came up came up through and then they disappeared and then another, they brought another one and another one and they took their places so it was it was good it was a good one. the, in y'all opinion, who was the worst villain? Minus the zombies. All the, 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 the walkers or the bikers. The governor. Yeah, the governor. Are you talking about like as far as what the, the things that he did or like as far as his acting? The things that he did and the acting. <laughs> the worst, no, not necessarily the acting, well, it's, it's but the, the worst, um, like out of the worst. Like who was the best did. villain? Oh, there you go. Who was the best villain on The Walking Dead? The best villain was Negan. Uh, I would have to say that. I don't know. I'm going to have to say um, the governor. The reason I say that is because it's like he went through what he went through in his community. Then it was, you know, taken down. He went somewhere else and still was trying to defeat Rick and his crew and lost. I I would say... I would say he was the 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 best in that, but I do agree with Mr. Ronald Baldwin in the audience. Negan hands down was the smoothest one. I don't know. I guess that I guess that's just like a, a um. I guess it's a it's a tie, especially with the way he came around. He was just counting them out with with Lucille right before um Glenn passed. I don't know. Hello, are know. y'all going to defend y'all person? E. Mac and Raven tell them. Come on, let us know why did. Hold on, wait a minute. I was I was waiting for them to finish giving their opinions. I don't. He but she, he was. I think he was his character development as far as Negan is concerned. His character development was awesome, but I don't think he was the worst of the worst. The worst of the worst, or best of the best villain, however you want to put that, would be. That uh, the Commonwealth. Yes, I agree. They were that. the worst of the worst. Yes, because they had people thinking, "Oh, yeah, this is safety. This is solitude." But the woman that was running it was allowing the hordes to get through whenever she needed to strike fear. So mm-hmm. I feel as though they were the worst. Her and her little lackey buddy Chip, or whatever his name was, and then her son. That's that. Um. Yeah, I, I I didn't get that far in the um in the, in the show. My bad, spoiler. You need to catch up, for real. 
another reason why I stopped watching it was because it to me it reminded me of and those out there that watch this show I'm sorry if you take this offensively but it reminded me of um dang what's the heck is his name what is the name of that they're gonna show um uh um I'm gonna think of it well that could take a while um yes it could Raven <laughs> <laughs> Z Nation. Z Nation. Um, I thought Z Nation was very, very corny after the first episode. Excuse yeah. me, after the first season. No, the first couple minutes, yeah, it was very corny. But don't you ever. Only time, only thing you can compare with The Walking Dead and Z Nation to them having zombies, and that's it. Come on now. Yes, I will say came on and they what was his name eugene was like oh they're they're talking and they got scared yes they started making it very corny but to have it where we found out that this was though the whispers were humans and they just were surviving because that's what they were they are a product of their environment they evolved in order to survive the zombie apocalypse that's when it started getting corny but once we found out that they were actual people then i was like okay this is interesting but don't you ever ever compare them to i mean they only got zombies that's the only thing you can say yeah that they're like that's it and there was no oh yeah there's a person who can save us and stuff but they they kind of did have that with eugene again here's eugene again everybody <laughs> where he was like oh there, there's a kill switch to, to kill all the zombies and then however he said it because how he just talked your ex you, you, you do, do a very good eugene i must say imposter i i was i was convinced that you was eugene <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying though. Um The Walking Dead to me, it was just it, it was a little redundant because every time something happens, it was either the same old thing. It was people who wanted power. And honestly and truthfully, if you really want to think about it, Rick and his crew were the worst villains because they kept going into these other communities and taking and taking and taking and taking and, taking and, and yes and destroying them. <laughs> So I guess they were the worst. Hey, hey. Like, like I said earlier, this is a dope. Oh, about the cast. <laughs> this is a dope group just sharing their opinions. And you're right about that. That is what happened. Um, out of all the TV show, like the whole TV show, what is who was y'all least favorite character? Andrea, the Rick's wife. That wasn't hey. Rick, right? No, she was saying Rick's wife, Lori. That's what you're talking about, Lori? Yes. Art Blue? Yes. Okay. I don't know. Right yeah, I'd say, I'd say Lori and Andrea. You know what? I will say Lori. I would definitely have to say Lori. I guess every season it had their, their picks, but Lori was the one where I was like, man, I just wish she would die because she gets on my nerves. <laughs> yes. Yep. yep. Cause Lori and, and and um and uh what's her name Andrea were the same like they was trying to run stuff but they couldn't. Mm -hmm. And what was worse, they tried to run it with their vagina. Anyway, yep. I have a question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a question. Um, are you guys loyal to shows? Like because I watched The Walking Dead, I never watched Z Nation. I feel as though I can only de de devote enough time to one show of that genre. So, 
Z Nation, I I just couldn't get with it because they're competition and I'm loyal. So how do y'all feel about I watch whatever interests my you know. I watch whatever interests me. Yeah. Same thing with me, and I'm a diehard fan. I mean, shoot, I drank Dr. Pepper because of The Walking Dead. <laughs> that gonna touch a lot. <laughs> anyway, but you can't you can't put them in the same category except for they have zombies. One is a comedy, the other one is I don't know a thriller. Yes, there's zombies in both of them, but you can't put them in the same category. You really can't. Um, going on another note, now you have it where some people watch um, a vampire TV show and it was like two TV shows out and I, I'm a diehard fan of one of those TV shows, F the Originals, Yay True Blood, but yeah. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, do not, do not, don't ever, <laughs> ever, boo, boo, talk about the Originals like that. Right, how, how dare you? I don't even, yes, I, I love I True Blood, but you can't know, don't know. Look, she asked about being diehard fan. Yes, I'm a diehard fan with certain TV shows. I didn't watch the originals because I was like, Ugh, I got true blood. Give me some sucky and some big. But I got anything. so sick of sucky. So did I. I did too. I would, I would I much really rather <laughs> hear Niklaus say uh, something like, this is going to be sweet revenge and i would rather see him do some diabolical stuff than to see them frolic on true blood and do all of that stuff this was more they were actually had like a storyline to follow in the originals and it wasn't um yeah we're all adults in here it wasn't soft porn so and that's exactly what it was soft porn and did did any of y'all realize that the only time anyone was interested in sookie was when bill came into her life because of his what was it his 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 uh man um, no. Oh, or was it someone else? Uh, Holt. Hoyt wanted her, too. It was just a thing of... It was a thing of... They didn't show us what happened before the TV show, but you know why she found Bill attractive? Why she found him attractive? But other beings found her attractive. Other supernaturals found um, Sookie attractive because of what she was. Because she was a fae. A fairy. That's what that's that what she was. A fairy. A fae. It's fae. She was of fae. That's what it's short for fairy. Well, I know this <laughs> isn't necessarily the topic for the night, but I just want to say that I actually listened to some of the Sookie Stackhouse books. And the books are so much better because they give her so much more context. Her character development in the books, she's not a, a slut. So I will. Do, I'm just gonna put that out there. That's very. I didn't even say when she was a slut. She, she was, was like 20 something years old no, when she lost her virginity. No, she, she was. She had to make up for that time. Oh, Come on, what that was. She was one. I would say that she was a um a supernatural uh, slut. Yes, there you go. That. Yes, that's that's exactly what she. Another woman trying to possess power using her vagina. Next topic. Yep. Yep. When did she do that? All throughout the show. All the time. Yeah, throughout the show, but I don't like throughout the show. Sam, be a dog. She didn't have sex with Sam. Yeah, she didn't. That was on Tara. It was no not yet. Not yet. If she had met Bill, she would have. No, she would. Yes, you don't know that. You don't know that. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, so Ron Baldwin said something about Game of Thrones. And yes, Game of Thrones, I, that's that's one of my TV shows. I love it. I can watch that binge. I watch never watched it. Every single day. Yo, I y'all know what you're missing. It's so good. <laughs> you know, I'll try to um, watch it, but I never watched it. I will say that is also a soft porn, just to let you know. No, it is. E. Matt, you don't got my back. Come on now. They're talking about this it, it really porn. is not. Now. I mean, there are a lot. Okay, of, uh, it is hardcore porn. It no. has a lot of daggone sex in it. <laughs> it still has context. <laughs> so the true blood. Anyway, anti-way. Oh. Um, yes, I love Game of Thrones. Um, that was that's an awesome show, and their show that they just came out with, um, what is that called? House of Dragons. That wasn't too shabby either. Can't wait for the next season in two years. I have to check that out. House of Dragon, right? That is correct. House of Dragons. Okay. What about the Sopranos? Did anybody like The Sopranos? I get it. We were all mad at what happened at the end. Did Tony die? Did he get shot up? Did he go to court? What happened? How do y'all like I it? wasn't really too into um, Sopranos, like Games of Thrones, but some episodes were okay. I watched it here and there with whomever was around me. If you had it on and I walked into the room, I may have sat with you and just watched a couple of episodes if it was on back to back but to say that i would choose to watch it i never did well i did and i'll tell you carmella was the worst and so was tony's mother she oh i just wanted to strangle her and her phony self i thought the show was funny and i i, I mean i love the show i just love the whole thing that they they're the mafia and maybe some of the stuff is true, what they be doing to people. So, yeah. Get corrected. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say I liked, well, I'm not going to say I liked. Well, I do. I liked that they pointed out the dynamic that in the crime world or in sanitation, huh? Um, you're not supposed to have feelings. One, you can't have mental health issues because that's really what I felt like that show was really putting out there that everybody has these issues, but this is the way this group of people deals with them. There's this whole fear was they're going to find out I'm seeing a shrink because I'm fainting because I have anxiety. So I, I just thought that was a very interesting aspect, things that people may overlook because of all of the other things that take place where he still has to do his. Okay. Breaking Bad. Oh, yes. Who watched I that? watched it. I watched it. What is that about? Because I've never, oh, I've never heard of Breaking Bad. Uh, do not boo me. Oh, my God. Do not boo me. You gotta watch it. <laughs> Triple J's mom, don't feel bad because I've never seen a Breaking Bad episode in my life. I'm like, what? Are they dancing? What is the Breaking Bad? E. Dot Mac, you need to watch it. You would enjoy that. You would, you would, you would enjoy it. 
Triple J's mom, you should watch it too. Y'all would enjoy that TV show. Yes, it's a some people who want to see action and drama. It's a little bit of a slow build. It is, but it's so good. And we're always rooting, always rooting for Walter White. I don't like his little friend, JC Jesse Pinkman. I, I didn't like him. I did not like him. Ugh. I actually want to see um, and I don't I haven't seen this yet. Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. Have any of you heard of Yellowstone? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. But something, something on my list that I want to watch. Something on my list I want to watch. I see our, our our audience guest right here, Ronald Bowen, is over here saying that's another good one. I'm definitely, definitely gonna have to watch that one and Breaking Bad. After I'm finished my current watch of what I'm binging at this time, I think I'll check out Breaking Bad. Which is what? Uh, I'm watching Which is what? you. That show. And that, oh my gosh, I fell off that at, at, on season two after he met, what was her name? Lucy? No, Love. He met Love. Love Quinn. And I fell off of that one. I want to watch that as well. Mm, but I already uh, had too many shows that I'm watching. Yes, Dexter is one of them. Who else which watched one? Dexter? Because he said Dexter number two. Hold up, he said Dexter number two. I ain't watched. I mean, it I haven't catch up with that one. I never caught up with that one. Only watched like two episodes out of that. Out of um, out of the second one. But all the Dexter, Dexter they have a reboot. Yeah, Dexter New Blood. Yep. Yeah. They have a yeah, reboot. The, the, oh wow. Yeah, I didn't know and that. It's, the, it's it's him. Michael C. Hall, whatever. Michael J. C. Hall. Oh, oh. Ronald Baldwin said, "You is Dexter too." Oh, oh. but it's not though. Man. He's a stalker. Oh. He's obsessive. Yes. And yes, um, he he's not killing serial killers. He's killing people exactly. that are messing with the people that he's obsessed with. Right. He yes. has what is that called? Hero syndrome. Hold on. Who does? Um, Joel Gert Goldberg slash Goldberg. uh, what was his other name? Will Beltram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Battle Dyke, something like that. That guy. Yeah, Battle Dyke <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, but see Dexter, because we would—that's what we thought we were talking about. He—he he was a hero. He was a hero, killing other stupid, oh, not other superheroes, but killing other serial. So killers. basically, he was oh. the perfect serial killer. Yes. Well, I've never seen Dexter, first or second. So I guess that's something else that I can check out. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, he was saying you was is good. Dexter. I've seen it like, as he's, well. He's a new Dexter. I'm sorry, um, imposter. I seen it as well. It was good whenever it was on TV. <laughs> but it was good. Well, I didn't like a bunch of the ones y'all just named. Because it always seemed like the people love movies. That makes a criminal or a nut a hero. And there's a lot of them out on, on television. Yeah, so I'm teaching teaching other people in in the audience what to do. And they go out here and they try. But they have that on that what is it? It's it's reality not a reality show, but it's on a documentary show. What's that called? First forty eight? They tell you what to do. Come on now. Everybody be like, ooh, if I gotta kill somebody, if I'm gonna murder somebody, uh-huh. I know exactly what to do because I know exactly what the cops gonna look for. And or that's what they get. Or if I snatch that little kid, I could take that child, strangle him, kill him, and stuff him in the toy box. And I mean a little, and a little toy box.
That's how they get caught. Yeah, if you notice that, a lot of the stuff they get out of from people's other people's minds. Go to jail, and when you're in jail, you ain't trying to figure out how you can do a ne- the next crime and do it better and not get caught. And what time? What do you do? You go out. You do that. You go to jail. You learn all everything you possibly can. You uh, try. You get caught again, or you get killed. I ain't watch that show. How to get away with murder? That's I. I mean, I like me some um. What's that lady name? But I just Viola mm-hmm. Davis. But I, 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 I like her, but it's, she is too much of her. <laughs> I started watching uh-huh. that show, and then it got stupid because then everybody started getting killed off for dumb reasons. So I just stopped. Mister Man, what are some of the shows you like to watch? I used to like to watch a show that didn't have so much violence in it. And then I like to watch police shows like Blue Bloods and Hill Street Blues and some of the other ones that come on. Yeah. Chicago PD. Oh, okay. I like I like a lot of those. He said Chicago PD. You you went to the firefighter thing too. You went to Chicago. I used to like Chicago fire uh firefighters but uh yeah it's starting to get boring now let me tell y'all y'all gonna stop talking down about the chicago shows okay no it really is it really is because a lot of the main characters that was in there for like maybe like four seasons out of the um out of the show they all gone what they about to get rid of dr charles now because i think that's that's, that's probably what's gonna happen Oh, I thought, I thought, either way, I'm talking about all the Chicago's, Chicago's. yeah, Yeah. I figured, I figured you was talking about all the Chicago's, which I don't watch, well, well, the only reason why I keep up with all three of them is because I do watch Chicago PD, and they all sometimes um, do crossovers, so that's why I keep up with them, just to know, just to keep up with what's going on, just like I keep up with all the law and orders, um, SVU, the regular law order, and then they have a new one, um, organized crime. I keep up with all of them. Now it takes me a while because it's a lot, but I do keep up with them. I would like to have a moment of peace for Richard Belzer, who passed yes. away. He was John, what was his name? John Munch. Munch, Munch yeah. He was also on a show, huh? called Baltimore or Homicide Life on the Streets, yeah. which was based in Baltimore. So, yes, we got to tip our hats to Mr. Man. Also, he was in Scarface. To all of our eagle-eyed audience members, you may recall, he was doing stand-up when Scarface yeah. and what was her name? I don't know her in the movie, but Michelle Pfeiffer walked into the club. I never knew that. Did you watch Scarface Triple J? I did, but a long time ago, and I don't watch it like that. Okay. Watch what? What you talking about? Scarface. Scarface. Oh. Oh. We know you didn't watch that's your baby. That's y'all. That's y'all generational. So, what's Sorry, your generational um, thing? Um, is it Death So Raven? Watch that now. Yes, it is Death So Raven. <laughs> I'm watching y'all, 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 y'all go from Scarface to That's a Raven. No, she was oh, talking about. We're supposed to be giving a moment of silence. <laughs> We're supposed to be giving a moment of silence to um, what's happening? Richard Bowers, right? Bowser. <laughs> Look at you. You don't even know the man's name. At least I know what show he came off of. 
<laughs> that's all. That's all that matters. Well, I think we need to give a, a, a moment of silence to all the actors, singers, and all those people that passed away instead of bringing out just picking out one person because oh, he just recently that. passed. Recently, but there are so many good actors and singers and writers and authors and poets and uh, this month. What what was this month? Black History Month, and what happened? Revolutionary people, non-blood, non—not say not blood, non-blood, but non-violent people. So let's just say hello and goodbye to all of them. And it just takes Mister Man to do that. All right, Mister Man. Hello and goodbye. Okay, now moving on. Um, what are some of the movies are y'all watching? Have y'all been watching? Star Treks. The movies, the series. Like I like Star Trek. I like space movies. Things that happen off of Earth. Or things that happen in the oceans. <laughs> Have you ever seen space balls? That's an actual movie, Mr. Man. <laughs> uh, Spaceballs. Nope. Yes, with John Candy and I don't know the little short guy that was that came off of of, of um Rick Morans. Rick, Rick something. Moran. From Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Is is, is that his name? Okay. Rick something. No. It's funny. It's a it's a comedy. And it's from the eighties. I'm going to tell you, some of the 80s, 80s movies are better than some of the movies that are out now. Yep. Hold on. A Knock on the Cabin Door? You, ooh, I want to see that movie. M. Night Shyamalan. I don't know if I'm saying your name right, but I love his stuff. I really love his stuff. Lady in the Water. What was another one? Um, The Village. Um, <laughs> What's that one with Mel Gibson in it? The Sixth Sense. <sighs> Oh, uh, signs. That movie always scares the crap out of me. I cannot watch that movie by myself. I cannot. Hey, true Aquarian. I see dead people. (laughs) No, the sixth sense is whatever. I'm talking about signs. Signs is scary. And like, did y'all, when y'all watch signs, I mean, the sixth sense, did y'all know that he was dead the entire time? Was that just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) That was like, of course he's dead. No, but that was a good twist. That was a really good twist. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know it um, until they opened it up at the end and they showed us, look, every time he gets near his wife, she's breathing cold and he doesn't have his ring on. She's holding it in her hand. I'm like, okay, big reveal. Okay, but a knock at the cabin in the woods, a a knock at the... A knock on the cabin door. I gotta see that. Hashtag. Likewise, likewise. I do. I really want to see it. All right, something that's on Netflix just popped on Netflix like last week. The Woman King. How'd y'all like that? That was phenomenal. I loved phenomenal. it. I loved all our black women on there. Now this is when I could stand enough of Viola Davis, but after I was like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough for me. That's enough. I ain't want her to do her ugly cry and the, yep. her, her tears yes. and the snot that she do. I, I, could, I wouldn't be able to do all that. But I did like the big reveal in it. I did. I was like, okay. It, it kind of freaked me out that they 
people in different cultures, and I get this, it's to each his own, when she took the shark tooth and cut the baby, mind you, she just gave birth to that baby, and she makes a slit in its in the back of his arm and inserts that tooth. I'm like, they really do that? And what was the purpose if she was going to get rid of the baby? That was just weird. Yeah, she I- wanted to know if she ever came across that child again in life. It's an identifier, just like in another movie that's on Netflix, um, The Harder They Fall. That's why, uh, what was his name? Buck carved the cross into um, Nat Love, I think that's what his name was, into his face. So that if he ever came across this person again, he'll know who this person is. So I watched that movie once, and this was... Oh when it first came out, I'd have to, I have to watch it again to, to remember what happened. But you can give me some Idris Elba. I mean, Elba. <laughs> Idris, give her some Elba. Idris Elba. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, I kid, I kid. I know his name. <laughs> Didn't y'all like him in um those movies? Hmm. Um, I really yeah. liked Miss Stringer Bell. That was my favorite character for Idris. Stringer Bell, I think, brought out a lot of potential in him, especially with him really not being from America, you know? So he had to come across with that accent. And he was almost Baltimore. You could almost hear Baltimore. Certain words he would say, I'm like, okay, I I hear you, Brit, but yeah. What were you going to say, Mr. Man? No, I like... I liked his movies, uh, and the other one he did a one about when he was um, carried a, a, a pistol. What was the name of that movie? The harder they fall. The harder oh. they fall. No, not that. I liked that one too. But it was the one that he, where he was going up against. Uh, Dark Tower. Yeah, but Dark, Tower. Yeah, Dark, Dark Tower. Dark Tower. I like yeah. that. We too. cannot talk about. He's a good actor. We can't talk about that. Because that movie sucked. Someone that... Hold on. What? We can't talk about who? The Dark Tower. No, no, no. Okay. Why can't we talk about The Dark Tower? Because the movie was horrible. It did not... I'm a big fan. You know who that is? That's Stephen King. So that's a whole nother topic. And there's seven books that they tried to cram into one movie. It was horrible. Oh. It was good. Says the man that knows nothing about the actual story, child rolling to the dark tower cometh. You know there is another um, movie that connects to that. And what is it? Monster Hunter. No. Yes, That's not a Stephen King. That's a Stephen King book, E. Mac. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> but it's connected because in that movie, what's the woman's name? She uh, played on um, Resident Evil. She... Djokovic. Yeah, okay. Her. She had to go to a tower to get back home. But she decided to go back to, um, to make sure those monsters... Was were- it in a different dimension? So was on um Dark Tower. Okay. 
can if I can see like I, I've never movies. seen uh, Monster Hunter. That was a movie that I wanted to see, but I can't seem to find it anywhere where I can watch it. And you know, so anyway, that is very interesting that you said that. Um, I will have to take that into consideration and check the movie out. And Art Boo, I will have to follow up with you. Okay. How did y'all like the Hunger Games? I only saw the first one. Didn't really like it. It was okay. I was surprised E. Mac didn't say, um, "Well, the book was a lot better than." The I movie. actually, <laughs> I actually never read the Hunger Games. However, <laughs> it does remind me, like the first one reminded me of a Stephen King story called "The Long Walk," where the kids uh, there was a lottery for the children, and they had to walk like a hundred miles without stopping at the same pace and everything. If you stopped to pee, if you stopped to sleep, the army, because that's who was running it, the military would kill you. So that's what it reminded me of. Kind of. Okay. 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 The Hunger Games reminds me of Maze Runner. Yes, but the Maze Runner was awesome. The Hunger Games to me, I, I I don't know. I just I think I think I watched the first one and watched bits and pieces of the. I think what was it, three of them? I think I think I watched bits and pieces. It was four of them. Well, I think I only watched bits and pieces from each of the other ones because I I just yeah no. But the Maze Runner was really. I only got to see two of those. And I want to binge watch the other ones or all of them. So there was a new vampire movie that came out last year called The Invitation. Has everyone I have not it? seen it yet and I want to see it. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I'm not going to see it. Nope, I haven't seen it either. Raven, you and I discussed it. You did see it. You watched it a couple oh, times. Oh, what was actually. it? The Invitation. Oh, yeah. It's good. Game of it's, Thrones it's a... and Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> it is a good movie. I watched it. I watched it. It was, it was good. I liked it. So for a minute, I thought okay. you were talking about the other invitation um, where the people were invited to dinner. So it was a couple. They were invited to the guy's ex-girlfriend's house Girl, for dinner. That movie was crazy. Yes. That's that, that movie was also called The Invitation, and it was indeed crazy so yes. but that was great that was an awesome movie i love the acting it was it was just a mind i saw a clip mm-hmm. of it so i'm not really sure but i was I, I saw it as well it was it, it was really interesting was a, and um yeah and confusing at first because i was just like first of all why are you bringing your new girl to your old girl's house and why is she acting so freaking weird yeah but it and and, and okay. to find out that it wasn't just that house that was going through, exactly. what, you know, what, what they were going through. So, <laughs> all right, for y'all murder mystery fans, what about the Orient Express? The what? The Orient Express. It's a, it's a movie where it's kind of like a murder mystery. This famous detective has to go and find out who killed someone. And there's actually a sequel to it called Death on the Nile. I like have that. not seen it. I've never seen that. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen either of them either. 
Dang, Ronald Baldwin, you booing everything we like. It's okay. okay. Both of those movies. If you like murder and comedy. Okay, so on that okay. note, question. How many in here have seen The Glass Onion and what was the other one named? Imposter? Knives Out. Knives Out. Hated Knives Out. I don't like the whole thing. Oh, I'm going to leave my money to the, my help. I'm going to watch that movie. To Never do seen things it. for me. I'm going to leave my money to her because she's wholesome. She's wholesome because one, she was, um, and I ain't coming for nobody. It's just as what, what she was a product of her environment. But you cannot sit there and say, I'm going to leave this to this person because of this. I mean, yes, it's your money and stuff, but dang, she was getting something out of it anyway. So after I found out that he was leaving the money to her, I was like, yeah, I, I'm turning this crap off because I don't like that mess. I don't. It wasn't where she did things out of love for this individual. Yes, it was a twist in it. Uh-huh. Because I kind of just read about what it was with how it ended. And I was like, okay, that's a nice little twist. But still, it kind of peed me off because... You won't leave your money to your maid or to your housekeeper or to your caregiver because she's nice to you. You pay her. Duh, she's going to be nice to you. Duh. But Glass Onion, what a twist. It was interesting. Another detective movie where it just, <sighs> how? Because she was poor, Ron Baldwin. She told him her problems. So I'm going to leave it to the person who does that. She, I don't think she was the most deserving. She was the most <sighs> needing. <laughs> But to leave some money to somebody just because they're they need or they because they, they don't they don't have that much money. Yes, his family was privileged. I understand that. But come on now. Shoot, I don't think she was the most deserving. She was still somebody that was only there for money. And it wasn't that, oh, I'm doing this because I want his money, but I work for you. That's why I'm being nice to you. I mean, you just have to be I mean, how are you gonna make it in the world if you're not nice to people? That's that. That's my opinion. But the glass onion, I liked it. Right. It was awesome. But we should have known something was happening when her, uh, uh, what is her name? Janelle Monet was talking to Daniel Craig or the detective was talking to the sister. We definitely should have known something was up with that. Well, a movie that I like was movies because it made a bunch of them was uh, Danny Glover and us. Uh, and uh, Samuel, not Samuel Jack, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Then you had the one with Bruce Willis and uh, Samuel Jackson. And oh, what sir, was the name of the series? Yeah, I'm a dark shoe. Lethal Weapon? No. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah Lethal mm -hmm. Weapon. And Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, Die Hard. Yeah, that was nice. It was funny, violent. Then you had you had a few more movies that came out that was that's good. All of the. Uh, Captain America's and um, Marvel and, movies no, were Marvel's good. Marvel's a different category. Well, yeah. I like um, what's called Red and Red 2. And they were Bruce Willis movies. They were, um, yeah, they were about, pretty good. Um, the Secret Service. Um, spies? Yep, Spies, yes. Okay. Did y'all check out the movie called The Menu? No. no, and I have been meaning to check it out. It's a lot of good stuff that I need to, I need to watch, to be honest with you. I'm so caught up trying to stay up with the shows that I have. I just, I'm feeling lost. Pastor, help me. <clears throat> the menu is freaking great. It was weird, but you really got to pay attention in order to get it. So if you're not an attentive movie goer, 
if you prefer to have everything handed to you on a silver platter, no pun intended, um, this is not the movie for you. <laughs> the thing that I didn't get is why did he just let her go? Why? Because she wasn't privileged? Here we go. She so wait a minute. You know, there's a whole theory that he didn't let her go. He poisoned the burger. Remember in the, That's what I was in the beginning too. when they were going through um, doing the tour of the island, they took him to like the smokehouse. They said, well, what happens if it stays in there over this amount of days? And she was like, oh, you get a, a develop a serious bacterial infection and it eats you alive from the inside. Da, 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 da. And so it's a theory that he fed her tainted meat. The menu, you just got to watch it, honey. Yeah, because they did say everyone is going to die. So, yeah, I, I see that happening. <clears throat> I see that happening. Um, So they did a remake, and this remake scared the S out of me, Hellraiser. <laughs> Yeah, they did. When did they do a remake of Hellraiser? Like, I gotta watch that one because I like horror movies and I fall asleep to them. So yeah, I may be weird, but I fall asleep to um. Now I, I will say this: I, I haven't seen Hellraiser, but the, um, there is this one movie that Mr. Man had recommended a while back, and it's about. Um, a man that finds God in heaven. What, what oh, baby, we can't hear you. Triple J's mom can't hear you. Can you hear me now? No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that um, I didn't see the remake of Hellraiser, and I'm gonna I want to watch that because I um I'm I'm a big Hellraiser fan as well. But there was this one show that Mister Man had recommended to me a while back, and it was about a man who found God in the cabin after his I think his daughter or his son was kidnapped and killed. Mister Man, do you remember what the name of that was? I think it was called The Shed. The cabin. Yeah, The Shed or the Cabin. One of those. The Shed. Oh, The Shed. Kind of sounds ominous. There's there's one thing that you all must realize. These nice movies you want to see. Don't watch them with your young children. Don't watch them with your children that's up, up to a certain age or certain belief because a lot of things that happen that y'all watch now, they wouldn't have never made when I was young because they didn't want to put that ideal in people's heads of what to do and what they could do to get away with crime, to sell drugs, to, to do what evil things that people are doing today. And our young, young people, children and young people are getting this idea and, and trying to practice it and being convinced that it's the right thing to do. So just make sure what you do with your children, you don't let them look at it. Elementary school, junior high school, and some high school children. I, I mean, well, hopefully people are just you taking it as it being an entertaining thing. That's what I do. And I, the TV shows or movies that I've named today, I don't watch with little children. <laughs> There's no way that I could. How am I supposed to watch Dexter kill somebody on TV and there's a little child sitting there playing with some red play though? I mean, hmm. hmm. Well, the movies, well, it. some of the movies that I be watching is on Tubi and um, I don't have no ch children around me when I'm watching that. Some of them are kind of, um, for adults <laughs> but there is one movie i 
I have watched, and that is called Don't Blink. Now, Imposter has said that um, the Hellraiser scared her. Now, Don't Blink really scared me. And I'm afraid to blink. What, what was it about? Well, every single time somebody turn around and you have somebody standing behind you, y'all turn around again, that person is gone. They just disappeared. They didn't walk off. Everybody was just standing there. And all of a sudden, they just the person just disappears. Someone standing behind you. Exactly. It's scary. <laughs> Well, I just want to say one thing to Mr. Man. I completely agree with what you're saying, that uh, parents need to be more cognizant of what their children are watching, what they're feeding their developing minds in the form of entertainment, whether it's learning, educational, entertainment, or whatever. Um, but we have to keep in mind that life imitates art, imitates life. And these ideas that people have, regardless of whether or not they may seem far-fetched to us, these are things that actually happen. No, there aren't vampires, but there was a woman in England hundreds of years ago that thought that she could revive her youth by slitting the throats of her, uh, her maids, her young maids. And, yeah, and taking a bath in their blood. No, well, she was wasn't drinking their Bathory. blood. Okay, whatever. But I'm just saying, life imitates art, imitates life. So we got to keep that in mind as well. We could try to shelter our young ones in their minds, but they're going to see outside either way. So I guess it's more so talk to your children so that they know, yeah, this this is make believe. I beg your pardon? Make, I said, this is make-believe, was on right. TV, <laughs> Right. was for real. But I don't care. I don't care what y'all say. Shoot on bullet train. I wanted to be Brad Pitt. <laughs> he would get into yes. stuff and then get out of stuff. I'm like, oh heck yeah, that's why. Yes, I, I love bullet train. That was a good one. I kind of wondered if Sandra Bullock kind of set him up and then played the hero in the end. You, but you wouldn't even know, know that was Sandra Bullock. I didn't even know it was Sandra Bullock until the end. I kind of felt that way too, E.Mac, that that's what it was because she was his handler and other assassins' handlers as well. But shoot. I don't think she would have known <sighs> because he wasn't supposed to be there anyway. He was like a substitute for the yeah. assassin that was there. So I don't think she would have known because the guy that was, um, that requested him to come wanted to kill the one that, that, that you know, that he substituted for. Yeah. So. I don't think she knew. I like the twins. No, they weren't twins, but I like the yes. twins. Tangerine and... Lemon? Well, lemon, yeah. Yes, they were the best. I was sad when oh, his twin brother died. His little rant about... Yeah, and his little rant about... um, What's what's the Thomas? Thomas oh, the, the train. Thomas the he? engine. Yeah, Thomas. Yes. <laughs> what's his name? Oh, I wonder who's the diesel of this group. Ooh. Mm. Who was the diesel of this group? The imposter. <laughs> I carry many hats and many faces, but no, I'm not the diesel of this group. No, no, no. Who do you think? 
I have no idea. Oh, I can tell you who. Raven, when she's living her best American dream life. What'd you say? <laughs> dun, dun, What'd you dun. say? I said you're the Tick. diesel. Tick. Tick. <laughs> um, because this is Black History Month, and this movie scared the S out of me. I was like, hold up, is this a time traveler movie? Antebellum. That movie is scary because that crap can actually happen. Yes, it can. These people have all this money, and all yeah. they want to do is be entertained. And it's, oh, let's go back into a time where, oh, you know, uh, we ran everything. I mean, <laughs> you know, they, they kind of run it already. But come on now. That, that movie was so scary to me. It was. Yeah, I thought that was a, um, a pretty terrifying movie as well. Just because there are so many places that you can visit in the United States of America that are sites to the Civil War. And who's mm -hmm. to say those places that we can't access, if in fact I ever desired to go on one of those tours, um, who's to say those places that, are, that we can't access aren't housing people that are <laughs> being enslaved? So yeah, it was, it's very scary. And that's, that's the thing for me. Scary movies, zombies, uh, poltergeists, possession scares me because I believe possession can actually happen to people. People become possessed, but like possession and mind screwy movies, people with mental health issues and their fantasies. And that's what we're seeing versus reality. Those are scary things to me. Mm -hmm. I guess that says a lot about my personality, but those no, because that's the stuff things. that actually can happen. <laughs> zombies, mm -hmm. I don't see zombies happening. No, no, no. But dang, <laughs> having to wear antebellum happens. Yes, because people want to be entertained and, oh, let's go recreate um, the Civil War and do all that. And yeah, we need some of them, them people. Mm. What about body invasion? Stuff can actually happen. What about what? Body invasion. I don't know. I don't. Are we alone? We we talking about body invasion. Who well, is invading my body? Well, yeah, parasite. Yeah. A parasite or an alien? I don't know who the diesel is, but uh, Arbu was the weird I one. I am not um, that weird. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, the this virus is like um, it's like that is invading our bodies, and we trying to get rid of it, right? So I mean, yeah, but like, like Aaron, like uh, Art Boo, not Art Boo. E. Mac was saying something about things that scare her and stuff. What's that movie? Contagion. That scared the s out of me. That's one of them things that could really happen. <laughs> it kind of did happen. Yep. Oh, it did. No. Oh, I know it did. And you know what the funny thing was when um COVID happened and it came to America and it became really you know big main event stuff. Somebody in in the movie industry was sick because they decided to put. All those movies, Outbreak, Contagion, all those movies that's like that on Netflix and Hulu. Who in the world would want to see that stuff? Like, it was scary to watch that during that time. And no, I didn't have to, but I did because that's just me. Yeah, me too. And um, I'm just going to touch basis on, you know, watching scary stuff around kids. Now, I don't, well, not watching scary stuff, but like inappropriate things. I will admit that with my eldest, every night when he was a baby and um, the Raven, Raven, excuse me, not the Raven. <laughs> Raven can contest to this. He used to go to sleep watching 
Too the old thing. fool. No, no daggone too, too old fool. What a, yeah, it is. Two old fools them daggone drag queens. <laughs> it was yes. not too old fool. Yes, it was. It was. No, yes, it was. Um, triple oh, if Raven was there, yeah. He definitely did go to sleep with um, watching the thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing. <laughs> yeah, he'll go to sleep. <laughs> the thing, too. the it. Um, yeah, it. So, no, he, he never wanted to watch it. I, one time he was watching, um, he walked in on me and my and me and my mother, and um, he was like, I want to watch it. And he why he stood there and watched it, so I, I didn't make him watch it. So, just letting you know that tick, tick, tick. That's a movie you watched or something? No, no he's saying, letting you know it's at 9 p.m. The time. Or are you a bloodsucker, Mr. Man? Those are the vampires, ticks and bedbugs and mosquitoes. Actually, there is. Speaking about vampires, um, Day Shift, who'd y'all like that? Who liked that? I loved you some James. I loved it. I really thought it was awesome. But there is a movie called Tick. I got a question. I got a question for everyone. What is the weirdest movie that, well, not the weirdest. What is a movie that you cannot watch at all because it traumatized you? So? Because for me, it's Fifth Element. That's not even a scary movie. No, she's it just traumatized weird. <laughs> it traumatized me because at the end, both of them, both of them were in the tube, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And so every time oh, somebody ever, ever, ever watched and it, you didn't know about sex. That's what that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, look, look at you, innocent. Okay, E. Mac, were you about to say something? Yeah, that was weird, Raven. Um, <laughs> the movie that traumatized me was Cell, uh, because one, okay, so background cell phones send a signal to everybody that's engaged in a phone call at a specific time on a certain day and all of those who are holding and using their cell phone whether you got earbuds in you got your phone to your ear listen to a conversation or whatever it triggers something in your brain and you become crazy you start saying nonsense and then you start killing but in your mind, like towards the end of the movie, you realize that they're in a they're in some type of state where they're living their best life in their brain, but they've just become meat shells to this signal. That movie traumatized me. Wow, never thought about that at all. I never watched it. The- this is with um John Cusack and Sam. Yeah, Jackson. and guess who was by. <laughs> Stephen King. It's another Stephen King flick. Yep, I figured that. Of course. That. He loves him some John Q. <laughs> Wasn't it 11408 um, Stephen King? Yes, King? he does. He's awesome. Yeah. And Sam Jackson was in that Absolutely, too, right? he was. Yeah. Well, the one that freaked me out was the movie Cell. Not the one with the cell phone, the one with Jennifer Lopez played in it, where she had to get into a crazy person's head. Honestly and truthfully, I thought that's what um Eva Mac was talking about. Me too, but I'm glad that she um explained what she was talking about. Right, because I've that never one seen that cell or the one called the cell. I've never seen Jennifer Lopez cell. 
is it, but it's called cell, not the yeah, cell. it's called cell. Okay, what about you then, Pasta? What, um, I don't know because it's a lot of stuff that I say I'll watch and then I'll watch it again. Um, I'd have to, cut, I don't know. Well, uh, for myself, mom, did you ever, um, I was about to ask Triple J mom, did you ever remember what you was going, what you was going to say earlier? Because I forgot about what I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know either, but um, no, but um, the movie that traumatized me not as an adult because I'm 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 not a punk like some people are with the cell and But when I was a child, the movie that that traumatized me was Doctor Giggles. I will never watch that movie. I probably watch it now as an adult, but it just it creeped me out. I could not watch that movie. It scared me every time somebody watched. <laughs> I don't appreciate being called a punk. I'm sorry, you're not a punk. And as an adult too. Yes, I'm an adult. I don't care what she say. I what is she not care. What is she? What is she major pain? What is she major pain? She know what it, she know what I mean. I don't know what is she. You're a little turd that can't hold your liquid out in public. Yeah, she always be saying that. <laughs> wow. All right. On that note, Smile was a very weird TV show. Let's smile. This has been Baldwin Talk. I am the imposter, a.k.a. the true Aquarian. I'm E.Mac, and we want you all to come back. And this is Raven. Triple J's mom in the house. See you next time. This is Art Boo. Y'all have a nice one. And Mr. Man left a call, so he says, y'all have a blessed night.